everybody, it's Friday and it's Shiro Show. I'm Saturn Dave, and this is Train of Co. Patrick doing, yep, doing Patrick. a little hand thing. How you doing, Pat? <clears throat> keep interrupting you, even though I know I need to wait for you to finish the intro, but I'm dumb and keep interrupting you. Well, maybe we should just change it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, really care. No, I don't like change. No change. Okay. Um, no change. Yeah, so uh, we've got Bulk Slash today. Part four. Part four. Patty Cakes is going to do the honors. You're going you're gonna to man the mech, right? Yep. Uh, ho hopefully it doesn't crash. With Naira? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I meant to not crash the... Sorry, I meant the stream crashes. The, stream. the game's going to be fine. Yeah. Sorry, that's... <laughs> so I'm I can, really oh, dumb you know today. What? I just Excuse realized me. my mic is like way the hell over there. <laughs> I fix that right now. Sorry to everybody bring your else. Mic forward. There we go. There we go. Hey, so yeah, I'm going to do the... Fr I, I can make it the first hour. Um, and then Pat is actually going to grab the stream and take it from there for the second hour. We're going to try that. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm taking the kids Jesus out tonight. Goes. We're gonna do like a pizza, pizza out and do the park and everything like that. So, um, which pizza place you going to? It's Chuck a local. E. Cheese, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do Chuck E. Cheese because they have such good pizza. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, don't give exact locations. Just like like is it like a like a no? It's a place like called Pizza like... Luigi's. It's a it's a good place. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, have Saturn fans showing up now. Yeah, so how's everybody doing? How's everyone in the chat? We've got 20 pe 24 people in the chat, so shouts to all of you guys for actually the watching show. the stream. Yeah. Um, and what have you been up well, to this week? We got for Xband. I, I, th I think people have noticed that like the, the Netlink Xband chat has just exploded this last couple days. Yeah, no kidding. What happened? What took so long? Like, seriously, this whole week has been an Xband week for me. I mean, aside from, like... Aside from being up to my eyeballs and work and taking care of the kids and stuff like that, it's like every evening when I come home, like, I got Emerald, like, can you test this out or something like that, you know? And, uh, no, it was really cool. I'm, I'm actually really glad that, Emerald, I'm glad that you got the 1001, the, the older ones, because I, I, I understand you were up and running, right? You're, like, playing matches and hey, stuff. Can I, can I take this minute to just <laughs> wish nothing but the most inconvenient life for the engineers at Cisco? Yes, like, like you can do you that. Should always be constantly slightly too salty. Um, just, just you know, their, their penis is slightly too small. Just anything, anything to make their life slightly harder than it needs to be. Because I spent a whole week trying mm -hmm. to test games, and I got one good game out of it. I plug in the one thousand one. I'm playing freaking Puyo Puyo. I'm right. getting in a Duke. Yeah, I'm playing Sega Rally. Like it just freaking works. Because those guys, when they were when they were um, designing that latest VoIP adapter, they knew that some nerd <laughs> would be playing his Sega, trying to play his Sega Saturn on it. That's why, yeah. you know. So, no, I'm just kidding. But uh. Seriously, I, this whole week is like taking me back to like three years ago when Kay and I were just like Kay or Zayden or, or a Sega RPG fan. We're just like, OK, I'm waiting. OK, I'm waiting. <laughs> you know, wait, I forgot to wait, you know, and OK, I'm dialing. And, and we were just like hammering out settings and testing different codecs and stuff like that. And seriously, like three years ago, I was telling folks, you guys got to get this set up, you know, and Pat, Pat got a net link. But I guess this week was uh, the... This week finally clinched it for you, Pat. Right? You you went ahead yeah, and got and a VoIP adapter. Like, I'm like okay. the uh, I'm like the Homer meme where I'm in the bar and there's like everyone with the VoIP adapters and networking <laughs> stuff, and I'm sitting there, like 
with nothing. So I was like, okay, I'll join the party, guys. You win. So I bought my VoIP adapter, and hopefully I have no problems with it, and it works out the box because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to get frustrated and throw it against the wall like yeah. I do with various other products I own. I mean, like I said, um, I had I had a couple successful matches with Knight, and uh, he has the same one you had, you just got, and it was super smooth. I mean. When I say super smooth, I'm not talking like, okay, so <laughs> people need to understand, like over this week, uh, Trekkies dialed up like over an analog POTS line. He dialed up Cameron Sundane up in Canada, up in Toronto. So you got, uh, what was it? Pencil, he's in uh, Pennsylvania to Toronto. And uh, they were able to have like a flawless, you know, a flawless e exemplary uh, Bomberman match. And Bomberman... To be fair, Toronto isn't that really far from, from uh, Pennsylvania anyways. Well, still, but, like, Emerald is in uh, New Mexico, right? And I'm in California. That's not that far either. But we were having a hell of a time with that other adapter. But I'm sure we won't have a hard time now. But anyway, so, nah, yeah. I, I want to do real challenges. I know somebody in our thing in Germany has one. So I kind of want to call them up and see see what kind of lag I get with that. I, I, I wouldn't count on it. I tried dialing Ray, and he's over in Eastern Europe, and that, that, that did not work out well. But he's also uh, using just, the ATA. Know, isn't he using the ATA-191? Like the newest no, one? No, no. I was the only one, which was a mistake. I thought I was going to try doing something not at end of life. Okay. But you know what? The Saturn's been at end of life for like 25 years, so right. screw it. But well, what about so? What does Ray have? What VoIP adapter? Pretty sure it's a it's a one thousand one like everyone else. And no, no, he no, can no. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, correct him because no. <laughs> his set his menu looks totally different. Really? He has a different huh. one. Yeah, he has a different one. Um, oh. But yeah, that might be part of the reason why you were having trouble. Because I know Dan Retrospectors. It's a great channel. You guys should check it out. He's also in our Netlink. Uh, he's on our Netlink directory. He did a call with a dude in Switzerland. And I mean, it was play like they played. You know, there's a video up on YouTube of him uh, going head to head against a guy in Switzerland. So that's New York to Switzerland. It works. It's, uh, you know, Indies, it's not in these fights. Yeah. And I mean, it's not it. it Nothing's gonna be as good as getting an analog phone line, but I even checked like I'm not even sure I can get an uh, like a traditional phone line in California anymore. There are places in the United States where you can call up AT&T or whatever, but um, I, I, I found an article that AT&T like discontinued that quietly in 2020 while everybody was, you know, running around worrying about COVID. <laughs> Like they just kind of dis yeah. quietly discontinued their POTS service and are doing like yeah. replacement. California is weird with that stuff. Like, did you hear about the computer thing that they had where because of certain power regulations that they aren't allowed to sell certain computers there that you have to get certified? Yeah, yeah, I've heard well, it, of it, it, It's about pre-builds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much get any, any power supply you want there, but, you know, like who, who buys a Dell computer anyway? Uh, actually, I don't know. The Alienware cases look kind of nice, but I'd rather just build my own. So yeah, uh, it's not a problem for me. But I mean, I I looked up a video of it, and it's just like certification stuff. So just let it get certified, and I'll be good to go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I, I was telling Dave that I actually do have a phone line that's I think I'm able to tap into it. But the thing is, it's in the kitchen, so I'll either have to run a giant uh, telephone line from my from the kitchen to my room, mm -hmm. or set up a Saturn in my room, which I don't think my roommate would appreciate either one. Yeah, I was gonna look into it. So, I've got jacks in this house, but uh, they're not in, they're not activated, and I'm not even sure at this point if they could be. But I know Trek was just like, get get one, get one. I think it would probably come out to like thirty bucks a month, 
then again, you just got that VoIP adapter, right? For like 16 bucks, plus like a few bucks shipping, right? And then you're- like 20 bucks when it's said and done. Mine because uh, it's it's a 1001 and you linked it and it was like the last one. It really but was. The, the SPA 212 or, or whatever it's called- 2102. Is a lot cheaper. Yeah. What? 2102. The, 2102. So the SBA 2102 is cheaper, works just as well, and there's so many of them available on eBay. And if you guys want to see what it looks like, uh, Trekkies has a uh, has a stream up on his Twitch right now, Trekkies yeah. Unite without mm -hmm. 118, and uh, he he has he he's streamed all the test cases for a bunch of different games mm -hmm. uh, between him and Knight, and I think at least one or two with me and, and et cetera et cetera. Um, but but yeah, like it's it's uh, if if you're interested. Uh, this is kind of your fault, Dave, because you called me out last stream and you t and you told people that I was working on that tutorial. I was not even going to get started on that tutorial until like next year, and all of a sudden it's like, okay. And now I'm asking Trekkies to test for me. I break his his VoIP adapter. He gets a new one. Yeah. And now you break your uh, your cart slot, and you end up having to reseat stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, everyone's having these troubles. Everyone's now everyone having... has their stuff working after a week, so know, everyone's right? like an excuse to play. It's just... Hey, listen, we're the kings of throwing people directly underneath the bus. <laughs> That's what we do. So, like, we, we throw them <laughs> under the bus and keep and and uh, call them out and be like, you do this now or else we're going to be not happy. Yeah, no, I mean, you mentioned doing it. You mentioned doing a video tutorial and I thought it was a great idea. I didn't realize that I was uh, <laughs> basically that I was basically putting it, putting it in stone by putting it on the show, talking about it on the show. But I guess that's true. Um, you know, the, ir the ironic part about this is that you reached out to me a couple weeks ago to confirm just to confirm your feelings that, you know, the Netlink over VoIP is so inferior to the whole serial to USB like potentially the potential for serial to usb is infinitely great you know if you guys can implement it right and you said water fuel you know got 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 it working at least from like a proof of concept you know that it sends data and i mean so it's like the it's funny and ironic that we're back to like doing this now <laughs> we're all like hyped about the netlink over voip thing but you I know. mean, you, you want to have an informed perspective and also, uh, you know, in, in case that uh, there can't be a patch mm -hmm. over the serial port, you want to be able to play those games still. I appreciate like that. You know, yeah. Yeah. Saturn.dreampipe.net. You can get the pre-patched games. That's right. Uh, if you get yourself, uh, you know, 2102, mm -hmm. uh, there's there's like a dozen people now yeah. with their location that will help you, you know, get a game going. And here's a secret. I don't know if uh, Knight is going to test this out, but... Uh, a lot of folks who wanted to do maybe like a convention or or just like a, a demo at their own house where they're dialing one Saturn to another, uh, you'd have to use like a TLS, like phone line simulator, which those are pretty expensive. We're talking like 100 to $200 for one of those uh, Viking phone line simulators. And it turns out that this 2102 has two physical line ports and that it could actually, you can program it to have line one call line two. So theoretically, you could plug in two Saturns at a convention or something using the 2102 and maybe use that instead of a phone line simulator um, is something that he was excited about. So I'm hoping to I'm hoping that works because that'll be a much cheaper option if we want to do like local uh, local play on games that don't have Tyson support, but have, you know, like bom like a, getting, doing a Bomberman match or something like that. Local. Or virtual on 
local match. Anyway, yeah. Well, sorry, guys, that uh, for those who are watching are like, what are the guys talking about? Yeah, this whole week has just been like a flurry of after work every day, like test, uh, you know, a bunch of folks testing Netlink settings and, and just going like, what? It works. So, you know, and the high point, I think, really was Trekkies uh, and Cameron, you know, showing off traditional Netlink over an analog phone line. That really was like the best case scenario. But still, uh, what was it? Uh, the the i think the two guys in pennsylvania it's not uh it's trekkies and uh was it night anyway two, i forget yeah. i forget who got it night but we're, we're i think we should be be careful starting to advertise everyone's locations oh right well but, i mean if you guys join you can, if you guys join the netlink expand channel you can kind of see in the directory roughly yeah. where people are located so that you know what the best uh, scenario matchup is going to be, but yeah, I ask people do not show up in my house, please. Um, I know there's probably nothing stopping you, but I really would appreciate it if you wouldn't show up at my house. Yeah. So, you know, what's, a, what's really bad is like things. Emerald Nova is not too far disconnected from my actual name and job, considering I work for the government. So, mm -hmm. uh, as a courtesy, I will to me, say no just, more. <laughs> I'll say no more. Yeah, if you show up in Albuquerque, just ping me in the Emerald Nova Discord before you start. You know looking around where i'm living hey you you I just really said you just said the a word the... i never said the a word <laughs> i just said new mexico <laughs> dude there's one city in in new mexico where do you think i live in freaking Tejeros or something <laughs> like that? One yeah, city. obviously i live in the one place that's gonna have internet i gotcha yeah oh, I, well i'm just saying like i mean could be anywhere but uh you know what if you watch breaking bad you can see his house that's right yeah pretty much breaking bad Unironically, yes, like you could see the location of, of where my house is. So yeah, if you watch Breaking Bad, you can go see him in the background waving, playing Saturn. You look through his window, <laughs> you just see him with a Netlink setup. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a question, like, or could you guys, could you guys maybe explain what the hell you're trying to do and with what? Right, so um, we are trying, there used to be an old group uh, called the Netlink League, and it was a group of an online forum of folks who were would do head-to-head -head matchups, uh, Sega Saturn, Netlink, head-to-head -head matchups uh, with like the five US games that would support it, and they would do it over analog phone line. And then, of course, subsequently, analog phone lines are not only expensive, but also hard to come by for some folks, myself included. Uh, and so uh, Cameron, uh, Zayden, and uh, Sega RPG fan, these two guys, Hawk, Hawker Zero, um, a couple other guys came together from that group on the Dreamcast Talk Forum several years ago and basically hacked out this solution to use a VoIP adapter uh, and get the latency down enough so that it was actually playable. Uh, and it was several phone conversations, several text messages, lots of testing. But they got it to the point where you could use this this Linksys VoIP adapter to basically send your, you know, to send the data traffic to the other Saturn. And so that's how we're trying to do it now. We're basically trying to put that league, I guess, back together, just put a directory of, of people together that are basically game to play Netlink over VoIP. And the cool thing is that recently um, Sega RPG fan was also able to patch out all of the Japanese games, the retail Japanese games, patch those out so that those will work now. Uh, without having to reach out to a server 
used to be you had to have a prepaid phone card in Japan and they would reach out to a server that would broker the connection between two Saturns. Now um, they're patched out for head to head. So they work just like the US games. It's just a tiny, there's a tiny difference in how you go about dialing the person, uh, but it's, it's pretty much just as simple. And uh, so yeah. we named the league the Saturn Vampires. That's okay. my vote. That's so your vote. Hollywood vampires, except we're more awesome. Yeah. So if 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 folks are watching this and they're even remotely interested in uh you know playing head to head, I'm not gonna say online, but I guess over the internet. Uh, it's 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 not really online gameplay. It's 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 just like head to head dial up. But if you're interested in that, then like Emerald said, go grab yourself a cheap like 15 or 16 dollar linksys voip adapter it's the spa 2102 and a netlink which those are getting pricey now uh because more people are uh becoming aware of this or they're just collecting peripherals um but netlinks just go, go to yahoo auction japan and go import one it's probably cheaper anyways yeah how much was yours pat I think it was like 20 bucks or less and it came with it was like the complete in box so all three games then netlink the cords oh right you got habitat you get the you get all those uh the nifty disc or whatever which I, those i don't think can work in any capacity because those actually did have to reach out to those nifty servers uh but that said you yeah. know you, you get the modem you can yeah do do like pat said get the do the yahoo auctions japan Get the Japanese netlink. It'll work fine uh, using the patched games that you can get on the, uh, what was it, Dreampipe or Saturn.Dreampipe.net. There you go. Yep. Does that does that explain it? <laughs> yeah, that that, that ex yeah that explains one option. Um, can you also explain like there's a debate going on with two to three options what what are the other option what's what's that tyson cable everyone's right. talking about i think we should uh, probably t probably talk about that later on in the other chat because we got to get to the news but okay, folks yeah, can right. actually folks should check out uh i don't know two shiro shows ago we talked about all of this uh in the in the beginning and we were talking about the development of such a cable you know um so yeah that's that's still speculative because it's basically infinite potential but it doesn't exist yet so it's kind of like a vaporware thing you know yeah so we'll, we'll talk about it more in the after show and we have videos on it on our youtube page for the tyson cable stuff yeah but uh yeah i don't mean to don't mean to cut you off but we just got to get to the news for sure yes. for sure all right so um let me pull up the web browser bada bing bada boom and i guess we start with moon. world heroes perfect Best of Saturn. Yes. Kind of an ironic title since the game is not that great. So no, it's certainly not perfect. Perfect. <laughs> World Heroes Imperfect. But uh yeah, uh I guess for those that, that aren't in the know, uh World Heroes Perfect was ported for the Neo Geo. It was developed by ADK, who also did the amazing uh Twinkle Star Sprites, which is in my opinion the best game on the Neo Geo. But <laughs> I mean, it's in here there, but it was developed in assistance with SNK and published by SNK exclusively in Japan in 1996. And it's the uh, it's technically the fourth and final game in the World Hero series. Thank you, thankfully. I hate I hate that series so much. So it's going to be a lot really biased. I mean, it's fun for what it is, but I mean, World Heroes is not. Mm, yeah, it's not my it's, game. It's the lesser. I would I would argue it's the lesser of and sorry to anybody who's a big fan but it's kind of the lesser of uh ADK's ADK has better I mean S&K of course 
I think made way better fighters. But ADK, uh, what what was their better uh, series? Would you say? Um, Twinkle Star Sprites. I can't remember Just what games they do off the top of my head. They do any other fighters? Uh. uh let me check I'm it putting out. You I'm, on the, sure I'm they, putting Pat on the spot because he's the Neo Geo uh, yeah, guy. You are. Uh, they did Ma Magician Lord, which is amazing. Yes, it um, is. The music is amazing, let's too. See. Did they do... I don't think that they... No, they didn't do Waku Waku 7. That was somebody else. But, no, that uh, was Sansa. I think. Yeah, but I don't think they really did many fighting games besides... Uh, really besides that, unless I'm mm -hmm. forgetting major ones. So if I am, I, yeah. I don't apologize because I don't... Care but about Peter, the but games, Peter's whole best of Sa best of Saturn series isn't necessarily calling out like the best games on the Saturn, but just like yeah, uh, bringing attention to games that people don't really talk about, you know, or or even some oh, yeah, that Cross that, Swords. That game is yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, Cross Swords was weird. It was like that first person perspective, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna it, it talk about. Good... I'm gonna talk. I think that was Ninja. Com I think that was Ninja Combat. You're thinking of. Okay, I, I thought Cross Swords was like a almost like a, you know, like Punch Out, Super Punch Out style thing. But anyway, it might um, have been. I I never played Cross Swords, so but basic, Ninja Combat is like first person. So basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell folks the things that Peter wanted, you know, us to talk about the game. Essentially, it was a MVS title later ported to AES. It was the only non SNK system to get uh, the only non SNK system to get a port when it was current but it has now shown up in places like Wii's Virtual Console and various compilations. Uses the four button setup, similar to Neo Geo Controller, programmed by ADK with assistance from SNK. Does not use the one megabyte cartridge that SNK were so partial towards. It incorporates some elements of the previous World Heroes games. There were three, uh, World, Hero World Heroes, World Heroes 2, and then World Heroes Jet. And then uh, it was not as well received as the King of Fighters or uh, the Samurai Spirits series, but uh, respect and consider to be pretty good fighter. I think it, I think this is one of those ones where if you have an AES, it's one of the easier games to pick up, you know, for cheap because of that. Yeah, I suppose, but I wouldn't I wouldn't spend like was fifty dollars let alone a dollar for that game no offense to people that like it but dang man Pat. heroes is not it's like the red-headed stepchild of fighting games on the saturn okay uh any any of our top patreons want to chime in on this and just say what they feel about this game so the only fighting games i really play are smash and ultimate mortal kombat so mm -hmm. like i know nothing about completely impartial games. yeah Good choices, by the way. Smash and Ultimate Mortal Kombat, both good choices. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I forgot if you guys want to be able to chime in on the articles, definitely back us on a Patreon. I think it's the was it, I think it's the third highest tier or the fourth highest. I can't remember that you get to chime in on news articles. Yeah, but, basically, uh, I think yeah. it's the highest tier for you to be unmuted during our show. Um, gotcha. But uh, how how apropos? Pat, Pat also wrote up a little retrospective on our second podcast episode ever. Our Neo Geo on Sega Saturn episode. Yeah, actually, I did not. Uh, this actually had no. This was not timed or intended. Complete. It just lined up perfectly because, because yeah, Peter had that, and this is the second episode in our in our show technically. Right, he times so, those things way in advance, so I I was just like, oh, that's serendipity. Um, we talked yeah, about this game. Funny. I, I listened actually. We talked about this game on the cast, and you did rip it <laughs> back then too. So, at least you're consistent, Pat. 
Um, I, I, I hate my world heroes like everybody else do. <laughs> I, I hate it as much as everyone else does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So talk um, about this podcast. So our second ever podcast, and Pat was like really keen to do Neo Geo on the Saturn. Uh, and, and it was an easy one to do because there are a lot of Neo Geo ports on the Saturn. Uh, Saturn got a lot of Neo Geo love. Mostly the fighters. Exactly. But it got some Metal Slug. And, and Twinkle Star Sprites, of course. Can't forget that one. I kind of, I always kind of in my mind consider In the Hunt to be kind of like a Neo, I mean, it feels like a Neo Geo game. It's by IRAM and it's by the same guys that would go on to be Nazca. So it feels a lot like Metal Slug and we did get it on the Saturn, but uh, technically it's not a Neo Geo game. But anyway, uh, I don't know. What else do you want to yeah. say about this? It just makes me feel old that, that uh, we're talking about this. <laughs> Uh, well, when we first started the cast, I was at, it was kind of funny because I was listening back to the updates, and I was going to my final semester of college at the time, and I was incredibly busy, Fo just sort of focusing on my cl um, passing my classes and leading five other people in my capstone project. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember, I was shocked of how much stuff you did in like a day or two, where it's like, oh yeah, we got a iTunes, oh yeah, we got a Facebook, oh we got YouTube, oh we got Twitter. I'm like, I'm like, I like waking up, it's like, wait, what? I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, my day like job deep, actually like... took a my day my day job. Uh, I sacrificed my day job a little bit that <laughs> that like weekend or whatever to get all that done, you know. But uh... yeah, but I was very I was very surprised and, and glad that he ended up doing that, and it was just amazing that we you know we woke up and we had all this stuff and we we had an audience starting to grow and uh, yeah, um, it's kind of funny because at the time sort of i was getting into the mbs stuff which i brought up on the podcast that i got the super gun set up mm -hmm. kind of timed it perfectly with that i uh, again that was unintended i just wanted to get into neo geo stuff because i was a big fan of it and i always wanted to figure out a way to get into the actual the good stuff mm -hmm. and at the time i had one game which was king of fighters 98 i still have it on the shelf over there but i'm not gonna go pick it up just to pretend i have the cartridges in my hand and just use your imagination it's on that really one. world is perfect <laughs> <laughs> I, I will literally just chuck that right against the wall if that was the case. Yeah. I will not pollute my collection with World Heroes. Was that when you were picking but, uh, up the, the Vulix? Uh, the arcade Vulix uh, stick? Uh, that was, I, I think that was in December that. of that year. Oh, okay, alright. December of that year. It was a little bit afterwards, which I get an adapter for. It's uh, it's not the best to put on your lap, though, so it was mm -hmm. kind of awkward because I had my, I had the CRT like in front of my bed when I lived at my parents, and I would just play it with the, play it in front of the TV. It was nice and it was kind of nostalgic, mm -hmm. but it was very uncomfortable, especially for light gun games. But well, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I think I watched the Sega Lord X's video Neo Geo at the time, which I think technically doesn't exist anymore because he, it was when he deleted his channel and remade it, so it's technically not the. Same video that I mentioned watching in that podcast, sadly. Right. Yeah, but um, if folks, uh, if you haven't listened to this or if you've only been listening to, like, the recent Shiro stuff, go ahead and uh, check it out. Uh, I, I, we still stand, stand by a lot of our views that we expressed on this episode. I guess the only thing that uh, you'd have to bear in mind is that anytime we mention price, it, you could pretty much throw that out the window just to add a couple hundred dollars <laughs> because in the yeah, last three years, things have kind of gotten out of hand. Yeah. Cause I remember we, we brought up again, the price on a uh, Panzer Dragoon and um, psychic assassin right. for $500. And that's not yeah, the case. Anymore. Not the case anymore. 
add about a thousand to that, and you're pretty close. These a holes came along and uh, started a Saturn podcast. <laughs> Raise the prices on Encourage everything. Encourage people to buy Saturn games. Uh, yeah. So anyway, no. There few, there, there, yeah. Sorry, we were saying. I was. I just encourage people to go back and check out those old episodes. I think they're still good. Like I, when I'm uh, when I'm on like a really long road trip uh, for Christmas or whatever like that, and I've just got nothing to listen to, I go back to the old episodes because it's nostalgic. You know, I get to hear you and Kay talk, and and uh, it's fun. You know, it's just fun to. A lot of that stuff hasn't changed. I mean, we're talking about a console that's twenty over twenty five years old, so a lot of that stuff doesn't really change. And and uh, I stand by everything I said there. <laughs> I probably said too exactly. much as usual. Uh, is any chance yeah. Nick is Nick probably at work? He's probably not in the chat. He's, he's in the see. he's in the he's in the chat on the on the on, channel on itself. YouTube. Yeah, uh, but basically this next article is uh, it's all Nick. He he wrote this up, but essentially. Uh, if you guys watched his incredible do a mini documentary on virtual racing, uh, my favorite so far, uh, and all of his videos have been excellent, but I think this one really, this, this one was just, maybe I like it a lot because I like the game virtual racing, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, he talked about this super secret cheat code that Chuck Tolman told him about, like ex explained to him, but like he could, in, he tried so hard to get, the, get it working. Um, and in the end, I think he just had to kind of like show the video files from the disc, uh, you know, on a PC, um, because he wasn't able to access it. It's such a convoluted, <laughs> it's such a convoluted, uh, uh, process to get these, uh, to get this cheat to work. Um, but it is explained in depth uh, on uh, Nick's video. And then, um, lo and behold, of the folks that watched Nick's video, I got, there were like 8,000 folks that watched Nick's video, uh, a YouTuber called The Dude went ahead and did it. And he got it working and he put up a video on YouTube that you can check out through this link. Um, showing yeah, to be fair, to be completely fair though, the uh, the way that Tolman described it was very convoluted, and he probably yeah. is not remembering. He probably didn't remember all the steps because I mean it was over 20 years ago. And right. Literally, I was I was like mouth aghast when he was doing the interview mm -hmm. and said the code out like of his mouth off the top of my head. I was like, what? Yeah. I can't even remember like any of that stuff like from my work. How do you even remember that? Like. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's it reminds me when we interviewed Tom Kalinsky, he, he said, you know, whenever I would ask him a, a, a question, he, he was like, wow, you're really taxing my memory. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, guy. <laughs> you know, like, I get it. Like you, you've done so much in your career, <laughs> you know, you've done so much subsequently. And I'm trying to ask you about some niche thing that, that you're supposed to remember from like a quarter of a century ago, you know? So I kind of felt the same way with our most recent interview. Some some of the questions I, I know were like really geeky questions. And I was just like, I'm really sorry if I'm, you know, getting in way too far into the weeds with these questions. But, you know, Pat can relate. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. And it's a, it definitely, definitely was... A Definitely was fun doing the interview with Tolan, though. But uh, the last interview was a lot of fun, and uh, mm -hmm. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. We're teasing it so much, but I think uh, I think you guys are gonna enjoy it. Part yeah, of me kind of wants to be like, I don't want to give it away. Exactly. Part of me wants to like tease it a little bit, but I kind of don't want to. So sorry, guys. Yeah. When's it go up? Uh, Nick is editing it, and I guess we have some exclusive. So I will just say this: the person that. The person that we interviewed was um, 
he had access to at least some visual collateral that I have not found anywhere else on the internet. Uh, and so at least that we'll need to, you know, uh, put in as a video element, you know, for the YouTube side of things so that folks can see what we're talking about in the interview. But um, as soon as we're able to do that, we'll get it up in audio and in video. And yeah, uh, I but, think that yeah, we're the... definitely going to, I think we're going to put the Tolan one up soon too as well, right? Oh, or I did not know that. that soon. Makes sense. I thought, because I remember, I remember we talked about that, that we wanted to put up the interviews that we, that uh, Nick did as like a supplement. So we have the entire interview. Oh yeah. So that'd be awesome. we have the, we have Toland. I think we're going to, we're going to do, uh, uh, Peter Molyneux. I need to talk to him about that. I think I might, uh, talk to him with that and sort of like cra uh, crank those out, like mm -hmm. within like a couple days or something. Yeah, and just cue them up because I think they're very valuable interviews, and I know he, uh, like, even listening into the Tolan interviews, there was so much more that he included. Like what Nick had was like, uh, yeah, what Nick, what says Nick had was like, fantastic. Pat. Anyway, uh, yeah, Nick's on a roll, and he he'll have the Tolman uh, full edit up soon. Uh, <laughs> and I do want folks to so if you have virtual racing. And you like the game and <laughs> enough to at least open up this, uh, unlock this cheat. Go ahead and check out this video link uh, from the, the dude. Thank you, the dude. Shouts the dude uh, for for hey, actually dude. spending time to get this working and showing us that, yes, you can <laughs> actually access all of these old cool little stop animation videos that they did uh, through your actual Saturn. Uh, so it does indeed work. It's not just uh, one of those urban legends. It's not like the Tomb Raider nude <laughs> code or whatever, <laughs> you know. Nude Raider. Nude Raider. Uh, yeah. So, do we want to move on, or do you want to say anything more about that? Uh, just want to say I love Pandemonium. Yes, we we do. We love Nick. And Peace. Man. Love love you. Peace. Dude. Shouts. Love Have my a good rest dude. of your Friday. Much love. If you're still at work, I'm sorry. <laughs> Work it out. Work it out. Da na na na. And then finally, whatever. Well, maybe not finally, but at least finally for the website, because this is the last thing we have up. And no thanks to me, because I haven't actually put up any articles this week. Uh, Dave's cracking the whip on me, making me put out all those articles. It's like, hey, do this, Patrick. Well, A Team shouts <laughs> to A Team for being so awesome. And uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that we're doing the show today that he like cranked this out. Just in time, it was like this. This went up like just today, right? Yeah. The thing is that we're not gonna do it till next week, so. No, we're not gonna be able to like we're not gonna be able to showcase it, but at least we can talk about it. Derek, yeah. Uh, what? What, yeah. what are you? What are you on? Like, what kind of speed are you taking? <laughs> you just got done with like, I don't. I maybe it was an the, easier game. The guy game. is a <laughs> translation machine. The guy is a machine. To be, fair, to be fair, it mostly is due to me because I actually finished up the last of the cutscenes. Uh, yeah. Subtitles uh, last night, I think. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was last night. Cause I had to edit it. I finished it Wednesday, mm -hmm. and then Thursday I had I I, uh, I I had to edit something that I messed up with, and uh, yeah, it's and he was like, you know what, effort, and just released it. It was funny because like I was looking at the chat and it was like it's like he posted a link. I was like, wait, what? So I had to quickly write this article up just to. It was really funny. So this is like, the hey, well, this is the secret project that you had a hand in. Yeah, this is the I did the tr the tr the cutscenes and the translation 
sorry, not translation. That, 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 <laughs> just the cutscenes. I did the cutscene subtitles. Nice. I didn't do any translation work. I'm not taking credit for that. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you don't want to be that I guy. I just did the, the, the subtitle translation. Um, d- yeah, Natsumi and I think I think Danthrex helped out as well. I hey, uh, a lot of other people. Uh, Burnt ends here. I was uh, basically we had the, the translation done about a month, and then we were just waiting for the subtitles to be, uh, and that was about it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, forgot to mention uh, Scene Win or Burnt Ends. Shouts to you too. Uh, there was a team behind this. It wasn't just Derek. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So shouts to you guys for uh, bringing yet another amazing uh, Dreamcast game to English speakers. I mean, like you know, for them to yeah, actually be like able to read it. There's like twelve people in that in that <laughs> chat room, so it's like hard to it's hard to tell who worked on and who didn't. So yeah. Hopefully, I didn't. I don't leave anybody's name out or anything. It's kind of. You guys it's are like, wait, who's working what? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's awesome. Um, and it's uh, that's excellent. So you can go download it now. He provided a link, correct? Yep, download link right yeah, through his, the uh, translation. his Twitter. Yeah, and the ga- game itself came out in January 2000. So it's been about 21 years, a little bit over that, since they since it dropped. And you know now we finally could play it in English after all these years. So... For people that don't know the game, it's uh, sort of like uh, Space Harrier, or I mean, more apropos is the Panorama Cotton that it was originally right. sort of like, which is actually like Space Harrier, but same thing essentially. And he plays the ever popular Witch Cotton in her quest to either eat as many willow candies as possible or save the York country, uh, whatever one you want to go with. Mm. I don't how do you know. Like, uh, how do you personally like the whole? 3d you know first person view or like behind the character view i like it especially games like like because i'm a big star fox fan so right i really like it so i'm a big fan of it i know some people are in the middle of it uh mm-hmm. i always had trouble playing with space harrier because it's always pretty weird to like space Harrier and panorama cotton it's hard to aim and yeah. it's a bit laggy at times right you're always kind of so aiming. Just me. You're always kind of aiming in the. Your character's always kind of aiming to, in the middle, but like moving around the screen, uh, and dodging, you know, dodging items and stuff like that. It, it is a weird. It, it, Space Harrier made a lot more sense in the arcade using the stick. You know, the that flight stick. Uh, on a controller, yeah. it's a little. There's a there's a bit of a disconnect, but of course, uh, you can use the mission stick. Uh, for the uh, Sega Ages version on the Saturn, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that does bring back that arcade feel. Um, and then, of course, this, you know, as far as, like, I, I prefer the 2D cotton games just because of the artwork. I think it's much more lush in it. And, but you don't have to not like Rainbow Cotton just because you like the 2D stuff more. It's, it's still it's still a great game, and I'm really excited about this translation. So, yeah. It's one that yeah, I... It's I, I guess give... Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say, just give it a little bit more background. Uh, I worked with Derek previously on his translation projects for Taxi 2 and Sakura Wars uh, Columns 2 subtitles. Mm-hmm. So I had the subtitles to like all the cutscenes and stuff like that. And then he approached me for Rainbow Cotton in a system with the subtitles. And it was honestly the most subtitles I had to, it's the most cutscenes I had to subtitle because there was like several of them. They're pretty long ones, especially the ending ones and the opening ones. Exactly. And probably the most dialogue. So uh, Taxi 2 is pretty long, but this one felt a lot longer. But it was really worth all the effort I put into it because uh, I'm a mega fan of Cotton, and it was pretty cool to be able to have my name associated with this project in some capacity because I'm a big Cotton fan. So it sort of is a full circle completion of love for the series of the game. Cool. Because I absolutely enjoy Cotton. It's good, and it's and I was even 
I had a picture of the uh, of me looking at this uh, playing on a CRT I sent to Derek, and it was a uh, mm-hmm. it was unreal to be honest with you, seeing it run on an actual CRT for yeah. the Dreamcast. Well, kudos so, uh, for for working for being a part of that, and Derek and Burnt Ends and whoever else is on this project that I don't uh, Danbo actually okay and uh, Blaster Mania, uh, shouts to you guys for uh, for making this happen. Yes, Danbo, you guys, that's, you guys are amazing. That's actually Danthrax, right? It's just uh, that's yeah, just his like yeah. Twitter handle. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome guys. Yeah. Huge also, Danthrax put out a. Yeah, Danthrax put out a fun thing. We got two fan translation of Cotton games out this year. Cotton two on Saturn earlier than Rainbow Cotton. Mm-hmm. So in total, we're getting because we got the two fan translations. We got the Cotton reboot, the Saturn collect, the Saturn tribute, and now we're getting the Cotton Rock and Roll at the end of the year. Yeah. So. Total, in total, we have we we're getting five cotton games in one year. That is insane. Yeah, like and that no is Sonic. literally insanity. <laughs> yeah, Sonic getting one, we getting five. Yeah, it's so, crazy. I guess when it rains, it pours. Um, but before we end, let's see how much time we have. Fifteen minutes before I have to jet. I wanted to talk about. Um, Nick did mention that he he hoped we could put an article out. Um, I didn't have time to put it up. But I did at least want to talk about it right after we got done last week. We had Nova's interview, and then we did the we did the Death Mask stream. I, I want to say either that day or the next day. You we had a Burning Rangers build that came out. This was like a, a beta build that came out. And uh, do you want to talk about that at all? Were you able Were you able to test it out? Uh, I had no idea. I was hoping we'd save that for next week so I can I can actually talk okay. about that a little bit more okay. and play it. <laughs> um, you know what then? We will save that for next week. If Pat actually is going if you're gonna do like a an actual article, then I'll just wait. We'll save it. Yeah. Uh, we, I, did we, have we really I did have an update on the uh, on the uh, the FPGA core if you want to go to that real quick. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh that's right. Derek I, I did see Derek mentioned uh, that there was more uh more progress made like right after we got done talking about this. So yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, uh, since the last update, it's all the way at the bottom. Uh, apparently, well, not apparently. The the guy that's working on SRG or whatever his name is, uh, basically, uh, basically actually had video of the demo playing bug on the Saturn. So it's gonna be kind of loud. So just keep it muted. Uh, the music's kind of wonky. But like, uh, I mean, it's actually running. I, I mean, not well. It looks. I mean, it's running at a good frame rate, but. There's a lot of graphical issues on it, but uh, it's uh, actually running on the actual uh, Mr. Hardware. And it's just insane to sort of see that. And I thought it was kind of really appropriate with us doing talking to Dave Warhol about it. So mm-hmm. it was kind of funny to – he picked Bug as his first game. But yeah, yeah. as you see, it's running fairly decently. Yeah, um, Bug was one of those games – we we learned what that so bug was one of those games that only used one CPU. They like basically turned mm-hmm. off the second one, and it was all done in assembly, their own little engine that they put together, and, and all assembly, no C. I think it was bug two that they ended up moving to C. Um, but yeah, this one was so early on that they were just basically working off of the hardware uh, and documentation, and so yeah, uh, kind of crazy. But yeah, so that's cool that they that that they started with like a launch game. And again, like you said, it's not perfect. There's some definite like graphical glitches going on in the background there. I mean, but it works, like you said, and uh, and uh, it's pretty stable frame rate too. It's really just a matter of time, right? Before they get all of before they get that compatibility up to like close to a hundred percent. 
hopefully eventually 100%. And then uh, you've got basically perfect Saturn core preserved, you know, so people can, uh, I'm, don't go check your Saturns or anything like that, but don't get sad when they eventually, when entropy takes over and they eventually die, <laughs> because they will. Uh, all, I, all I know is if this ever gets released and it's almost 100% or close to it, I honestly think the Minister would be my go-to for playing games on it now for Saturn yeah. stuff. And then, of course, like, with the yeah. Mister's with the Mister's hardware, uh, you know, b the built-in. You got the Ethernet port. You've got you got all this extra potential for like potent. You know, maybe doing some more online stuff. You know, with it, um, doing Tyson stuff. It's insane. Exactly. It's like, there's a lot of I stuff mean, that you be... can get working. It'll be a new Shiro, a new Shiro dimension once that drops, because it's like, it's it's just gonna be ins completely insane, and it will make you know playing Saturn like that much easier now. Oh man, I don't know why, but this stream has like a lot of drop frames, and my internet is looking like yellow or red right now in OBS. It's looking pretty good to me. Is it okay? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I actually went ahead and screwed my, with my QoS settings in uh, in my router to favor that VoIP adapter, <laughs> and I wonder if that thing is like hogging. I, I mean, it's not enabled right now, so I would think that it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't matter. But I've ne I'm never seeing yellow or red on these streams. It's always green, so I don't know. Might have to it's take a look. It's good to me though. Like okay, it's not good. dropping for me. Good, good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just telling you what I'm seeing here. Uh, yeah, it's all. Sometimes it's really picky, and maybe it's even the false positives. Yeah, it also could just be that it's very hot. So maybe my maybe my uh, machine is like working overdrive. But uh, let me enough. let me stop this YouTube video and see if that changes anything. No. Yeah, I, I like the comment. Just having an easy HDMI solution for Saturn would be huge. And I yeah, completely that's, agree. That's like, true too. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that. Like, I mean, with Saturn, it's just gonna be plug and play. Just direct HDMI to a capture card. And you're mm -hmm. good to go. I mean, like, like it'll change. Like I said, it'll change the dimension. Most of the Saturn games depend on uh, CRT effects, right? Like the mesh uh, effect looks a lot different on CRT than HDMI. This is true. I, su I suppose so, but I mean, it's it's still cool to be able to get that ability. And you can get, you can like for the Mister, you can get a CRT adapter for it, mm -hmm. so you can hook it up via RGB or component. I mean, it's really just different strokes. Like, I, I know there there's some people who will continue to recap their Saturns and fix them and fix them. And, I mean, it's like an old car. If you treat it well enough, you can keep it running for forever, basically. I mean, you just have to keep fixing it. But, I mean, it's it's a machine. It'll, You know, so, I mean, it's like, it's conceivable that, you know, folks can keep their Saturns running for another 25 years or more. But um, it's definitely good that we have multiple options and that not all those options are just limited to, you know, emulation, uh, because, you know, as good as emulation can be, you know, it's nice to it's nice to know that there's something that's going to be more accurate, at least in terms of preservation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in all honesty, I think I think I'm going to have to get a another mister just to have that set up in my other room. Yeah, so, so based on that footage you guys just showed, it looks like they're a lot further along on VDP one than VDP two, but that's to be expected. Yeah, what did uh, what did you say? You actually had numbers, and yeah, I think it's, I it's a, yeah, it's in it's in towards the bottom yeah. of the article. Yeah, it was like VDP one was eighty percent, VDP two was actually ninety. Uh, I need to click on that. Yeah, that VDP 
that VDP one uh, percentage looks like no. Here's that that's backwards because I don't see any <laughs> problems with their with their meshing stuff unless they're doing they're not doing anything this besides the absolute bare fundamental display. But uh, all the the mesh stuff and the sprite stuff looked fine, and obviously the background as a VDP two plane looks awful. Mm -hmm. So it seems like those numbers would be completely different, but I guess they're not. It could, it could just be implementation because he could yeah. write it, but it doesn't mean it's going to be working 100%. Right. Right. So that 90% could be, it's written completely, but it's still not functioning the way I need it to be. Right. That could be what it means. Well, anyway, uh, good good news. Good to see. I mean, you know, we knew they yeah. were working on it. I just didn't know they were that far along. And, uh, you know, for, for, for them to be that far along on Saturn, I mean, that's that bodes well for other... 32-bit like you know playstation maybe even nintendo 64 although that's that's silicon graphics chip is going to be a tough nut to crack that's um, gonna that's gonna that's me stretching they barely can get yeah. emulation working on the pc i know so, i know yeah it's a weird one it, it definitely is a weird one so very proprietary proprietary tools to make the games and proprietary uh hardware so it, it'll be interesting but uh, i mean i'm sure you know time it's all a matter of time we just might be waiting exactly. another decade. <laughs> exactly. So I'm I'm definitely happy we're getting Saturn relatively soon because usually if the cores are to that quality, mm -hmm. that means they're usually coming out like in the next few months or so or maybe within yeah. the year. I bet we'll have an so FPGA Dreamcast before we have an N64. More than likely. More than I, likely. Actually... The thing is that I was—I think I said in the last show that uh, that people speculate that the best they could do is PS One, mm -hmm. and Saturn would not be feasible. But now we're like seeing that that's not the case, and that we could probably go a lot further. So maybe we could get Dreamcast. Maybe mm. it would be I possible. Mean, I don't want to say never, you know. So like the Dreamcast, besides the SH Four, I thought was more or less just like a a Windows ninety five kind of computer. Like, uh, didn't didn't ATI make the graphics card for that thing? I don't recall. It was actually no. The GameCube was ATI. Uh, the Dreamcast was uh, ver, um, VR Logic, I think. Oh, uh, okay. But anyway, so it is, yeah. So it's a proprietary thing, Windows, but it's yeah. So like, it, it was running Windows CE. I couldn't imagine that the hardware was so incredibly different from uh you know standard x86 architecture no not at all i would imagine not it was an sh4 right the the process was like an sh4 um but that, those are you know well known well documented chips i'm pretty sure that uh like i said it's a much less proprietary than what silicon graphics had going so uh and it probably has better documentation just because by that time they were keeping better <laughs> keeping better documentation probably but uh but again, that's speculation on my part, but it, it seem it, it stands to reason. But then again, a decade ago, honestly, like a decade ago would have been 2011. Were we really talking about FPGA back in 2011? And like, did nope. you even have the accessibility of these like really powerful FPGAs? But no, like, I mean, folks in science did, but uh, they weren't using them for this, this kind of application, you know? And, uh, okay, like, over a decade. So, a decade from now, I'm pretty sure that the FPGAs will have available to us. So it will be, like, you know, twice or three times more powerful and capable of doing all sorts of stuff. So, it's really just a matter of time. We just, you know, it, it, what we're into won't be popular by then. It'll be a whole new, Whatever you know, know, retro will be PS3, <laughs> you know? But, uh, it already is. It already is technically. Yeah, you're no, you're not wrong. 
I mean, some pe some yeah. people are already making the joke, like, is my PS4 retro? I just want to slap it, them. It's kind of funny, because, like, I was talking to somebody online, and they were saying, yeah, my first console was the Wii. S Smash Bros. Brawl was the first thing, and I was like, oh, no. I know, right? No, 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 that's not, that's not happening, right? Yeah. What it is, man. We're getting older. Was an iPhone and your first game was Flappy Birds because that, that generation is now. Oh, God, yeah. Like, literally, 20-year-olds said their first console is the Wii. That is insane to me. And, and if you think about the, the, the time difference between the Wii and, like, and like now is, like, almost the same gap between, like, yeah. the 90s, like, in the NES to, to, to the Wii. Right. Which is an insane thing to think about. Well, you know, it, just recall that the Wii might as well have been a PS2 with motion controls for the library that it had. Yeah. And you remember how long ago the PS2 was, right? The PS5. So, you know. I mean, we're old enough to remember. We're old enough to remember the dot com boom. We remember we remember the days before the Internet and after the Internet. And I imagine it's no different than pining over you know, people who grew up during the space race and saw that like firsthand or like, I used to want to like, I used to wish that I could go back to Woodstock, you know? And I was just like, I wish I was born like a couple decades earlier. So I could have been, could have um, gone to Woodstock, <laughs> you know, the I'd real Woodstock. I'd probably just see Janis Joplin and, and Jimmy and just leave. Is that right? That's fine. I don't that's know. fair. That's fair. Well, Santana was great. That's, that's Santana was great at Woodstock. Uh, I anyway. can see Santana like at any venue. I can no, go, like, but this was Santana when he time. was good. This was when he was good. <laughs> Nah, I'm that, sorry. I, I can see him all the time. That's not a big deal. But but she but okay. Nowhere. But but to be fair, anyway, I'm just saying, you know, like yeah. So I mean, Derek, you know, stop skeletons from fighting. Posts up a video about like the end gauge, and you get like a bunch of <laughs> young kids like, what the hell is the end gauge? What the what the hell is side yeah, talking? It's, it's crazy. Like, and I'm just like, like seriously. I, well, you, I I'm just like, it sucks to be Richard. you because yeah. we we grew up during the most exciting time in video games, if you ask me. Now it's all just homogenized. Uh, I, yes, the PS5 is excellent. Yes, Microsoft Flight Simulator looks better than it ever did. But but honestly, like we grew up during the most the biggest seismic shift in video games when like just uh, I don't know everything was game. You know, it was like it was like up in the mm -hmm. air, and uh, and and anyone had the opportunity to succeed and fail. And uh, well, Sony... the thing is that uh, I think that era is now with the indie game stuff because we have so many indie games that are just like just like back then, like you know all these yeah. great games. Well, that's the like thing Hollow is it's, it's not the hardware war anymore; it's more the software, is what it really yeah. is down to. Yeah, because platforms just don't don't matter anymore. Yeah, I I'm just gonna say that RPGs in general on computer and console have been in like a constant decline since maybe like 1994 or something. Agreed. Yeah, sadly. I mean, because I love RPGs, but uh, then again, I don't have time to play them these days. So, you know, I guess I'm like uh, complaining for no reason. But anyway, yeah, we got a wrap on this thing. And uh, Pat's got a bulk slash stream that he has to do. And uh, we've got uh, any chance we have the voice actor joining us today, you guys? I don't know. They might not be unmuted, but. I can't see the chat right now. Okay, all but, right. Uh, What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, Greg here. What's up, Greg? Um, so, uh, Rachel is the voice actress uh, for this navigator. She could not join us today. Uh, she she said she'd check the uh, archive afterward. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, no. No worries, but no you worries. got enough of you guys. You can talk about it. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so, so I'm just gonna make a, a note. Uh, it's gonna look like the stream ended, but it's not. I'm gonna hit. Re I'm gonna start it on my end. So the stream will will technically restart, but yeah. don't leave. Don't it, leave. He'll, Dave will just end his stream. I'm gonna drop it, and then Pat's gonna pick it back up with the same key. So it'll just continue for you guys. Uh, yeah, is so how just, we're gonna just do give it. me a bit. I'm I'm gonna put on the. I'll put on, I'll start it, and I'll put on the, the the waiting thing, and then I'll start the system up, and uh, hope it'll all be good. But knowing our luck, it's gonna like be horrendous. It'll not work at the first try. So I certainly hope bear not. with us. But before don't we leave, leave before we anywhere. leave, let's remind folks about some stuff. So uh, please good. consider supporting us on Patreon. If you're interested in the Saturn community, if you're interested in what we're doing and uh, you you would like to support us with any amount, we don't care. Uh, we would appreciate it no matter what it is. Um, also, please, sorry about my mic there. Uh, please consider buying some of our merch. Uh, that would help us to host the, the podcast and the website. Um, and then also, if you guys want to play head-to-head uh, -head netlink with us consider buying a, a voip adapter and a netlink modem either uh, an x-band or a, a us netlink and uh, get your butt over into the shiro discord under the x x of the the netlink x-band channel and uh, we'll add you to our little directory and and uh, hopefully we can do some head-to-head -head matchups i figure if we have enough people um, on that thing then anytime somebody raises their hand and says hey i'm I'm available for a match. There'll be somebody that can that can match up with them. You know, if we get enough people. I kind of want to do an event. So like a like a, maybe like a, a thing like Thursday we stream and stream and play online. Yeah, that'd so be cool. I'll figure that out. I won't make promises. I need to get my netlink set up first. But then once I do that, I'll make promises. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But uh, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, yeah, like I said, check us out on Patreon. Uh, like, subscribe, comment on our videos. Ring the bell or do some bell things. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, check out our podcast and, of course, our website. And join our Discord. And, you know, we can be in the live chat for the uh, game stream. And yeah, then and if also, you back us on Patreon, you can talk on it. And also, if you can't do any of that stuff, then screw... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you can't do any of that stuff, at the very least, just share uh, with, with friends or with family or whatever. I figure word of mouth is also worth something. So... Uh, we can help grow this community just by letting more people know that it exists and that, uh, yeah, there's actually some Saturn fans out there that want to talk and play Saturn uh, and that it's an opening and welcoming community uh, where no one is judged. So, yeah, just come and be involved. Get involved. And that's Sounds it. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Remember, Until next you time. must play the Sega Saturn. Play Sega Saturn. Out. Peace.